0: You're listening to Ari Snapshots, where each fortnight we chat about the science behind the weeds and decode some of the trickier concepts which crop up. Today on RE Snapshots, we're chatting with Michael Ashworth. He's the agronomy lead at ARI, and we're going to get an update on some of the results from trials the agronomy team ran last year, and we're also going to get an insight into what the trials are going to be for this year as well. Last year, we did chat with Research Associate Roberto Lujan Rocha about what the agronomy team was doing, so Michael's going to follow up on that with some of the results that they got from those trials from last year. How are you going, Mike? Hey, Jess. How are you? Really good. So let's start off by just refreshing our memories about the trials that you started last year, what they were looking at.
1: We've been uh, well funded by the GRDC over the last few years to really start to pick apart sort of knowledge gaps in the area of crop competition. So there's been a ton of crop competition work being done over Decades, but we really did find that there was a big, big hole, especially in the canola area, when it was cro- when it came to crop competitiveness. So we've been relying on uh, we've been relying on herbicide tolerance in those crops to predominantly get over the weeds, but we really do need to give these herbicides that we are using these herbicide tolerant, mainly Roundup, in these herbicide tolerant crops. We need to use crop competition to give these herbicides a rest.
0: Okay, so let's focus on those canola trials that you did then. What were the key uh, findings that you got from those trials that you did?
1: All this research started in 2018, and it's going to go through to 2021. And last year, we actually did eight trials across the state, and it was relating back to hybrid and OP canola varieties, mainly uh, Benito and Fiola 559. Basically, we looked at the impact of seeding rate and seed size, and also row roast, roast spacing on that. And what we found was that seed seeding rate, cutting your seeding rate, so our, our basal seeding rate, our normal seeding rate, was about 50 seeds per square metre. And what we did in those trials was we cut the seeding rate by half, down to 25, and then we also had 35 seeds in, per square metre in the middle there. And what we found by, was that cutting our seeding rate at all really did have a major impact on the competitiveness or the seed set of the weeds within that crop. However, it didn't necessarily affect the yield of that crop. We really did have an additional hangover when it came to weed control within that crop when we cut our seeding rate. Row spacing was a major one. Basically, when we increased our row spacing at all, the weeds really did get a go on. So really try to keep your row spacing as narrow as possible. And one of the biggest responses we found through this whole all this work was the impact of seed size. So what we did is we had one trial where we used our small, we used the small seed. I think it was less than two millimeter diameter, and large seed greater than 2.4 millimeters in diameter. And that's quite a significant difference in seed size. You could visually see those differences. And uh, what we found was that was a major, major factor when it came to increasing the competitiveness. When we used the large seed, we had increased early competition or increased early vigour of the crop, and that really did reduce the uh, the ryegrass seed set. And when we combined both increased optimal seeding rate with large seed, we actually had a lot of plots there that actually had no herbicide applied but had very, very few weeds in them. And that really does show the power of making sure that uh, we keep our our crop competitiveness up. It's a very very powerful tool.
0: So, from a practical level, Mike, pardon my ignorance, but in terms of the seed size, are growers able to select when they're buying a variety a certain seed size, or what should growers do from this research in terms of seed size? How well, do they manage that?
1: Yeah, so a lot of the uh, hybrid varieties have very very large seeds. So, I think we you know we need to do more work on actually understanding how these varieties I and mean, how their seed size affects their vigour, but you know, really, if we can go for the largest seed size possible, that's good. If you're bulking up your own seed at home with an open pollinator variety, really screen it hard, all right? Don't don't sort of cut on that at all, because not only does the seed size improve our yield, it really does really benefit the crop competitiveness. And also then- don't cut your seeding rate. I know that hybrids are expensive, right? But they really still need a robust seeding rate in order to get get over those weeds because a lot of the competition, a lot of that, a lot of what sets up the seed production in the in the ryegrass occurs early in the crop stage. And if we don't have enough plants there and we have too much area for the ryegrass to get a go on, the canola crop really does struggle to hold that back.
0: And you're really busy again this year, you're putting in more trials as well. What are you looking at? This time around,
1: we're doing some repeats on this work around canola, so hopefully, we should get re- really robust results to extend at the end of 2019. And a really important additional bit of work that we've started that's been funded by GRDC is looking at the time of sowing of wheat basically, dry sowing of wheat and the use of pre emergent herbicides to increase our crop competitiveness. So, one of our thoughts previously was it was always better to delay sowing, get a damn good knockdown on to reduce our weeds within the crop. But work out of South Australia from Gurdjieck Gillen and Chris Preston has really demonstrated that the value of... Sowing your crop dry, getting the crop up and moving while the soil is still warm, maximising its competitiveness and using a really, really good pre-emergent herbicide package to uh, get on top of those weeds. And what they've been able to identify is that that interaction between optimum pre-emergent herbicide use and and maximising the competitiveness of that crop by early time of sowing really does fly in the face of our pre-existing thoughts. So we've actually got nine trials going around the state through to 2022 on that, ranging from Geraldton right down through the Esperance region. So it should be a really good data set and should provide us a lot of understanding about how we should be managing our wheat.
0: Yeah, that's really exciting. And is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners out there around what's happening with the agronomy team at the moment?
1: Well, we've been doing a lot of phenotyping of weeds. So what we've actually been identifying is our weeds have been adapting to our farming system. Okay, so, and this information is going to be coming out fairly, well, sometime in 2019, once we've finished analysing it all. But what we're identifying is that Our weeds really do have a memory. So unlike herbicide resistance, where the weeds become resistant to the herbicide, they're able to take on the herbicide and not die. We're also finding that a lot of our weed species are actually changing their life cycle to evade what we're doing. And that's especially important when it comes to using our knockdown herbicides and especially around the use of harvest weed seed control. So what we are finding is weeds are emerging later to get away from our pre-emergent herbicides but they're also flowering earlier, which makes them more likely to shed their seeds before harvest weed seed control comes along. So watch this space. Weeds are always going to adapt and we'll never be out of a job, Jess.
0: Yeah, it's good. That's the good part of it, really, <laughs> for us. But yes, lots of really practical information that will be coming out of the agronomy team over the next few years. And yeah, we'll keep you up to date on the podcast and through RE Insights, so make sure you're subscribed. But thanks so much, Mike.
1: Thanks, Jess.